everybody. Welcome to a brand new Ike Live. The show is brought to you by some amazing companies, including the presenting sponsor of Ike Live, Mystery Tackle Box MTB. It's like happiness right to your doorstep once a month. Mystery Tackle Box puts brand new lures, hot items in your hand once a month. Listen to me. Use the promo code IKELIVE. Get 30% off your first Elite Box or 50% off your first Pro Box. That's unbelievable. Also brought to you by Tin Cup Whiskey. God, I love whiskey. This is American-style whiskey cut with Rocky Mountain water. It's got a classic finish to it. I personally love the rye. It's got a little bit of a bold, spicy finish. You're going to love this stuff. Straight from the Rockies to your glass. Also brought to you by TH Marine the maker of great marine products from everything from a John boat to a Biggie Smalls yacht. That's TH Marine. Go to THMarine.com, use the promo code IKELIVE, and get $10 off a $50 order or more. Unbelievable. Brought to you by Flambo, the makers of the best tackle storage systems in the world including the brand new Crank Bank and Blade Crate. Of course, every single Flambeau tackle storage system has Z-Rust incorporated to help keep your hooks rust-free. Go to FlambeauOutdoors.com, use the promo code IKELIVE, and get 20% off your entire order. That's unbelievable. Brought to you by Founders Beer. God, I love Founders. I'm such a beer guy. And I like all styles of beer. Founders makes them. I want you to go to foundersbrewing.com or even better yet, download the Founders app. And by doing that, you can find out what dealer or What is this foolishness? How many dreams can you shape in a minute, an hour? The kind of clean you like best. Lost three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost. Next time you win. Steamy, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. Folks at home, folks at home, how you doing tonight? Welcome to a brand new, spanky new Ike Live show. 
And we've got a really, really good one for you tonight. Listen to me. This is a good show, okay? We've got, during the first segment, one of, if not one of the best in the world, kayak anglers, Ryan Lambert, is going to be joining us here tonight. We're going to be talking about kayak fishing, the kayak world. We're going to be talking about his big win from last fall. We're also going to be talking about what's new in the kayak world. And then in the second segment, I'm so excited to bring in uh, an old-time friend, to bring in a guy that's really changed the sport of bass fishing, especially when it comes to swim baits. We're going to have Byron Velvick on the show. Cannot wait to catch up with uh, Byron and find out what he's been up to, find out what's going on with him. Uh, got a great crew here in the house with us tonight. Um, pushing buttons, producing the show. I'm, I'm going to mix him up and make him go first. We've got Brian <laughs> the Carpenter. Join us. Brian, how you doing tonight? I'm good, dude. I, I don't have a bad attitude tonight. Oh, uh, you're you no, are. No, <clears throat> I've got a great attitude tonight. I'm serious. I've got a great attitude. I actually got a nap today, which... I, I can't yeah. remember the last time I got a nap. So that's what it is. You're 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 the angry wake, woke up from a nap guy. No, no, no. I, I had the yeah. nap earlier in the day. So this is I'm I've been up. I feel refreshed. I feel great. Yeah, uh, well, you're in a mood. Thank you. Also uh, joining us uh, on that Zoom machine, and everybody knows Zoom now because it's it's the new club. You know, back in the day, Dave, when we wouldn't meet people or have meetings, we go to the club. We go up to the club. We go to Ashante or Jacoby's. Or, or, you know, one of those places. But now it's Zoom. Join us via Zoom. We've got the one and only Dean of Bash University, Pete Glusek. Pete, how you doing? Hey, buddy. Good to have good, you. Good. I'm good, man. Good, 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 to, good to see you here on the show. Good it's to see you. Great it. to have you on, uh, as a student on Bash U. Oh, dude, that was, that was uh, awesome. Uh, I, I want to talk about that one second, uh, Pete. Uh, w what a great weekend. Changing with the times. Uh, having our first Bash U Live seminar of 2021 and it was a success i got to watch a lot of it it was awesome uh talk about that in a second pete uh and then of course very very key person in the show handling all your questions all your comments prizes and whatnot we got the one and only rizzo aka riz aka rich join us rich how you doing doing great man excited for another like live show i'm uh I'm pretty stoked to uh, hear from Byron Velvick. See what's oh, yeah. going on. With the guy, he's uh, he's one of the more interesting folks in in the in the fishing game and yes. the, kind of the ways that he went about it. And you know, he he took a little bit of your model. You know, you guys had some different styles, and it it worked for him for a while. But he, we haven't seen him in a while, so I'm excited to hear about him. Yes, it's going to be great. And last but not least, uh, so good to have uh, this guy back, Dave. Excited to have you back. Thanks, Which, Mike. I, can I just say something? And I'm serious. I'm not like this. Is not brownie points or anything. Because you okay. know, I don't. I don't do that. The show sucks without having you here. <laughs> well, for you, you no find, seriously, you, you it find amusing. No, no, no. It actually. I, I don't want to say it totally sucks. It's not like bad like Pat show. It's <laughs> it's just it, it's just bad without you here. I think I remind you that you're from Runnymede. <laughs> And you stop acting like you're like, you know, living on Fifth Avenue and Brian act like you're from Connecticut or something like when I'm not here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know. Like Northern Connecticut. Yeah. I think Brian's changed a little bit. You know, like fame and fortune make some people change. Yeah. It may have changed Brian. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't think so. We have to investigate well, that a little more. I ain't more. the guy. I ain't the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't the guy. Uh, it is good to have you back, Dave. Thank you. I hope, I hope 90 
5% of these shows in 21, we get to have you here. Because I love having you here. Uh, Appreciate it. Great to have you back in the studio. Uh, we tried doing something new for you tonight where we had a canned intro. We had some issues with it. Brian looked like a robot. I am preparing for the Olympics in 2021. Ah. The robot will be part of my moves, but that wasn't it. So I don't know. We're going to get that fixed for you. But I want to run down our sponsors real quick. Without these guys, honestly, we couldn't do this every week. And this, this is the truth. Of course, our presenting sponsor, Mystery Tackle Box. Uh, we're going to be doing a live unboxing here. Uh, at the end of the show. Cannot wait to dive into this box every week. It's so fun. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. Use a promo code, Ike Live or something or other. You'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> also brought to you by Flambo, makers of great tackle storage systems. Hobie, they are the uh, Cadillac of kayaks. we got a Hobie guy coming on tonight. we got a Hobie guy coming on tonight. Uh, Liquid Mayhem. Scent really does matter. Dude, if, you're, if you've been fishing anywhere around here the last two or three months, if you ain't got scent on, you, it, it's terrible. You Stink. can't even get a bite. Uh, TH Marine, makers of great marine products uh, from, from kayaks all the way up to Biggie Smalls yachts. Uh, Tackle Warehouse, great sponsor of Ike Live from the very beginning. Uh, Founders IPA, Dave, well, of course, we're drinking. We love this one. We, we honestly, Brian, how many? Uh, this blue refrigerator, <laughs> what have we got, 1,000 in there? Ooh, we all there we is. at <laughs> least have 1,000 all-day IPAs from Founders on hand at all times. I mean, 24-7. And if you look... Both Dave and I are double fisting, and we're going right to the juice, drinking a little tin cup tonight. Uh, this is a great whiskey, and I love this whiskey. mellows me out. It's a great whiskey. Uh, nice little oaky flavor to it as well. Uh, brought to you by Torquedo. You've seen the videos. You've seen Brian the Carpenter. You've seen Vegas the Hammer. Yeah. Dude, if you fish a place where it's electric only, you've got to get a Torquedo. The power's there. Dude, you, it lasts forever. Dude, I was surprised. Brian the Carpenter and I fished a winter league. Yeah. Last week, and we ran that thing hard. And at the end of the day, I think it was at like seventy-eight percent fill still. Like yeah. so, it's great. Yeah. It's got. It doesn't have those uh, magnets in the head. Like you know, it's got the what, what do they call that? Uh, rare earth magnets. Yeah, it's got Diet rare earth magnets. Diatomaceous earth. Right. So it doesn't use uh, uh, yeah. bushings or, or whatever it is, like a regular troll motor. Anyway, it's great. It's great stuff. It's man. awesome troll motor. <laughs> yes. Uh, also brought to you by Heshi Socks. Uh, I've got them on tonight. Oh, look. Yeah, oh, Dave's got on. his Heshies on tonight. Uh, go over to HeshiWear.com. Use an Ike Live promotion code. You get these socks really cheap. And there's also Ike Foundation socks on there if you want to don donate towards kids fishing. Uh, brought to you by um, uh, BTL, uh, Bass Talk Live. It's a great show. Go check it out. And last but not least, Bash University. And Pete, I think this is a good time to jump in. And I, I want you to talk a little bit about uh, Bash U is, is education. It's hardcore bass fishing education. Uh, you can subscribe, but we got this cool new little live thing going on, live seminars. Dude, it's perfect. In the world of COVID, where boat yep. shows and sports shows and going to physically see your favorite pro, when all that has gone away, you guys have figured out a way to keep it going. Talk to me about this. Yeah, we were challenged like everybody else. Having events, how do we do it? You know what? what you know what can we do? And and man, maybe maybe we can do it better. Um, you know, and and add to it. And that's what we tried to do. And we just had our our first one uh, just this past uh, weekend, and it was just great. We had John Cox, J.T. Kenny, Bobby yeah. Lane. Yeah, three great speakers. Uh, we. Had, Mike, it was so cool. We had uh, people coming on from Washington State. Um, I saw South Africa. I saw yeah. 
you know, Northeast Florida, Texas, everywhere. There are people from all over the country yeah. were there. And, uh, and it was a lot of fun, you know, and, um, you know, dealing with technical issues, you know, how it is with, with our shows here, you know, oh, yeah. with them. And, uh, we had some big tech, not big. We had a little blip early in the morning and, and then I had a blip Xfinity decided to repair a line in my neighborhood. Um, when nice. me and Riz were live. <laughs> wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a treat. But uh Riz stepped up. Uh Riz stepped up and, and carried the uh carried the show for a while. So it was overall it was a great success. We had a we had a blast. Appreciate everybody being part of it. It was so cool when you came on and uh were as a student and surprised John uh John Cox with some questions. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. And I, I loved it. It was a really cool way to learn. And I love the fact that you got, you had all the students involved, right? You could ask questions. Yeah. You could pick a guy's brain. And uh, that interactive part of that live Zoom seminar was, was really fun for me. And, yeah. and definitely looking forward to the next one. You have dates yet, Pete, for the next one? If people are watching right now and they say, damn, I missed that one. I want to get on the next one. We're going to get hard dates this week. So, okay. Uh, look for the week of February 14th as our, our next – uh, our next round of events. So, and we've got just some great speakers coming up, you know, we're talking with Swindle and, and, and all the rest about, you know, what we're going to have them come on and teach. So look, look for mid February as the next round of dates and then look for some dates in March too. We're going to release all those dates uh, this week. So look for that. Cool. That's so awesome. I, don't, I don't know if a lot of people know, cause I don't Pete, are, are you, do you have like an interactive zoom live? Like what is it? Yeah. yeah. So it, yeah, I, I, let me step in real quick, Pete. So it's yep. this really cool. So it's you basically sign up for the class. Okay. Uh, and when you sign up, you get a code. And then you put that code in, and you get to watch. You get to be a part of a seminar okay. um, where it's very interactive. You know, so it's, it's – you know, the nice thing about it is, you know, for a lot of guys, back when we had seminars, you couldn't – like let's say we had one in Knoxville. For a lot of guys, it's hard to get to Tennessee, right? It's a drive or oh, it's God, an airplane yeah. flight. Now this makes it nice because you can sit in your own home. You can put it on your smart TV. You can put it on your tablet. Uh, Is there a way for people to raise their hands, so to speak? They can. Yeah. They can. And, and you know, different – I noticed during the class, Pete, which was interesting, is some guys want to be heard and seen. You know, so right. their, their picture actually come, comes up, and they get to ask the question. I thought that was really cool. And other guys are, like, shy, you know, and they just they, – they, submit their questions, you know, via text or whatever. And uh, we'll put all those through. That's cool. So wow. It's, it's cool. The, it's the best, it's, the, the best one, Mike, I don't know if you got a chance to see him. I don't know if you remember his name, Rich, but uh, he, he was ice fishing in ice shanty. I saw that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, live from the ice house. dude. <laughs> that, that's pretty rad. <laughs> he was, he was throwing bluegills on the ice for dinner and, uh, and just listening in and, and it's cool, yeah. You get you get to ask questions. Every we got everybody's question asked, or you know, and answered, and that was really cool. And and it's I think it's awesome that the speakers get to see them, uh, and and interact with the guys directly. And it it it's a great deal. You know what else is pretty cool is those guys are going to be a permanent part of the Bash University uh, experience. Like when we release the final edited footage, and yeah. Stuff, uh, you know, if you, if you ask the question, you know, your, your face and question is going to be a permanent part of that, that teaching content. Yeah. So, I mean, how many damn bluegill do you have to eat to even get fill, filled? 
That'd be like trying to know, like really. trying to get filled on crab. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You just get sick of eating. Well, let me still put, hungry. Let me put it this way. Yeah, Actually, it's, a good, it's a good segue real quick. I did want to bring up the fact that I mentioned it earlier. Brian DeCarpenter and I fished a winter league uh, last weekend on Rainbow Lake. Took the W. I'm proud of it because that's my fifth winter league I fished this year. And it's the first one that I won any money in. I've had, I've had a bad winter league year this year. So it was nice to break out of the slump. Well, it Brian doesn't hurt when your partner catches the biggest fish in the lake well, there. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That always helps. Uh, Brian Carpenter caught a 5.8. It was awesome fish, yeah. Brian. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest fish in that lake probably, man. That I thing. think there's bigger. Yeah. Any of those lakes that have shad, I think the potential for those fish to get big is, is there. But uh, it, it was fun, dude. We had a lot of fun. It was cool fishing again with Brian. We don't, we don't get the fish enough together, you know? True. So that was cool. Salute. Yeah, that was it was awesome, bro. I had a good time. And Same. we figured out some patterns, mm. which is cool. We mentioned this. In a winter league, dude, a lot of times, you know, you throw a rattle trap out there, and you get one bite all day. It's like the most random thing it's in the, the world. It's the Dave Haas pattern. Right, the Dave Haas pattern, right? <laughs> but in this tournament, we actually put together two patterns that we could run, you know, that we could say, oh, this matches it, let's, you know, and, and that's cool when that happens. You know, it, it, it makes you feel like you're not just like this – Lucky random, yeah, you know, sure. act. So, the course of the so day. for people that say Mike, like, just you know, always plays up to the camera and it's all all that 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 excitement's not real. Dude, we're talking a, a forty dollar buy in for this event, <laughs> all right? Forty dollars. Forty dollars. And um, beer money. Oh yeah, and every fish he hooks up with, and you caught a ton, dude, because mm. you're throwing that little shad wrap, mm. and you caught like a pile of pickerel and perch. A lot of pick pickerel and, and perch. Every yeah. single one was. In your head was a big one. Yeah. Because, you know, we're, we're trying to keep it low-key that we're on a little scrape here. We're, we're yeah. getting bit every other cast. And you're still managing to go f from the back deck to the front deck, back to the back deck. For a perch. <laughs> and it's a perch. Yeah, yeah. But, some, now, but some of them, in my defense, some of them were like, you know how they get snagged up. Sideways. Know? And they Sideways, bigger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had that happen a lot with pickerel that I thought were, were good ones. But I did catch a four-pounder. <laughs> I did catch a four-pound bass. Yes, you did. And that right. was an actual big one. So, so there. But the other part that I want to say about the bluegill <laughs> is so we were catching yellow perch, and we had a couple good ones that might have been miscellaneous. So they give a miscellaneous prize. Yeah. But at the end, somebody caught a catfish, so that was all raced. But we look in that live well. We got like 12. There's 12 perch in there. Like literally, we got 12 yellow perch in there. I'm like, screw it. I'm taking them home. I'm eating these things. And so I yeah. brought them all home, brought them all back, put them in a bucket. And when I went back to fillet them, uh, there was like three or four of them that were big, looked loaded jumbos. with jumbos. Looked loaded with roe. I threw them back. I let them swim away. Yeah. And I cleaned the other eight. And now the eight I cleaned, they were all males except one. So I, so it was, you know, I could sort of look at them and tell, you know. How you know? I, I don't know. I'm just sorry the, if I uh, should know. I, I, I mean, don't. for me, it was just like the body type, you okay. know, like the long, lean. Are, are more likely to be the males where, like, those females are, like, wide. Okay. They get gutted out, you know? But, uh, <laughs> dude, I ate those perch, Dave. Dude, why? Why have we not engaged in eating fish more? And I was saying that. South Jersey, I was, there ain't nothing wrong with rainbow. Uh, summer, this ain't Asteon. What's it, Asteon? That's uh, Alcyon? Alcyon. Yeah, no, this isn't the most polluted, uh, super fun site in, in the country. It's, <laughs> this is down the street from that. Right, it's down yeah, the street, so and up. all the streams are connected. Eat up. It was good. I'm out. Dude, it was so good. <laughs> crazy, dude. It was so good. Beck did a little panko on them. Oh. Dude, they, they fillet real nice. The, you know, I, I, I knifed the bone out of them. 
the skin peels right off. I got the skin and just peeled it right back. Nice. <sighs> Bro, y'all perch. Loved it. Yeah, there's just yeah. minimal chemtrail damage over rainbow. And, ah, well. You know. I, a bit, I just, you, you know that smell of black death, that, yeah. the, the slime that comes off the bottles? It has that ammonia smell to it, and it, it like when you get it on your hands, on your fingers, it sticks with you for a solid yeah. day. Oh, yeah. Oh, more than a day. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of times. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. I, I loved it. That's what you're eating. Anyway, I loved it. Let me remind everybody if you're watching tonight, uh, we got a great show for you once again. Uh, just a couple minutes, we got uh, Ryan Lambert joining us uh, talking about the kayak world. And then after that, man, we're, we're really reconnecting with a guy we sort of have lost touch with. Uh, we got Byron Velvick on the show. It's going to be a good one. I can't wait to talk to Byron. Uh, in the meantime, look at me. Listen, look at if you are watching over on Facebook, Dave, we do this every week. We do a Facebook like and share contest, right? If you're watching on Facebook, all you have to do is like and share the feed. Like and share the feed, and you will be entered in a contest to win the world-famous Ike Life gift bag. Look at that thing. And honest to goodness, 20-plus pounds of Ike Life products. You heard me do the sponsor read earlier. All that stuff's in here. Uh, like and share the feed. You're going to be entered in a chance to win that. Also, I want to remind you, uh, Riz is over there on the IMs. Over there. And oh. as this show progresses, we really do want to hear from you. Questions, comments, thoughts, anything. If you've got a fart, fart and send it to Riz. He'll, he'll send it through. It doesn't matter. Uh, very, very important part of the show. Um, I got two more things, Bri, and then I want real quick, and then I do want, I want to get I want to get Ryan on. Uh, I want to mention uh, the telethon that's coming up, Dave. This is big. We've got the Ike Live telethon coming up this coming Sunday. So not tonight, but but next Sunday, uh, the thirty first of January. We've got the Ike Live telethon, and this is a big deal because Pete. Just like our seminars, we couldn't hold any events this year for the Ike Foundation, right? Our, our scholarship banquet that we normally hold, we do a lot of fundraising throughout the year, physical events. None of that can happen because of COVID, right? So this is an old school Jerry Lewis telethon, bro. We're going to have uh, a four-hour marathon of guests and uh, – uh, Four? Uh, four hours, six, uh, six to ten. Uh, I think they have it listed six to nine, but you know how we go. You know what I mean? I know how we go. Uh, uh, January 31st. No, it is six to ten. Six to ten, four-hour show. I'll give you an idea of some of the guests in this telethon. We've got Peter Miller, if you're a Saltwater fan. You know Pete Miller. Peter. We've got Gerald Swindle joining us. We've got John Cruz. We've got special musicians joining us playing live on the telethon. Gerald Swindle's including here. Including... Luke Duncan oh. is going to be joining us, doing a little ditty. And Riverwolf, if you're a big fan of Riverwolf, following him on Instagram, amazing musician, going to be joining us. Plus, the other thing, Brian, is we got a lot of celebrities and athletes that sent in video oh, cool. of them talking about how important it is to get kids fishing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be great. In addition, throughout the whole show, we're going to be uh, uh, having an auction, a live auction. So you're going to see really cool auction items, one-of-a-kind stuff, and you have a chance to bid on it. All that money is going to go toward kids' fishing. It's going to go toward kids' scholarships, graduating high school seniors uh, that are into the outdoors and fishing. We're going to try to help them out a little bit. So this Sunday, 6 to 10, Ike Foundation Telethon. And last bit of news, and then I'm done talking. Officially a date 
for the Ike Foundation Celebrity Pro-Am. I was given the green light, Pete Glusick, Riz. Uh -oh. I know you're getting your pencils ready to write this down. Dave probably too. Calendar's up. Here it goes. Saturday, June 5th, on the Upper Chesapeake Bay, oh, a.k.a. Wow. Susquehanna Flats, we have the Ike Foundation Celebrity Pro-Am coming. Uh, back by popular demand, Brian. Great tournament last year. you got to admit. Yeah, it was fantastic. I'm not fishing it in the little boat this year. <laughs> June 5th, that flats would be on fire, and there ain't no way I'm sitting there while that's going on out there. Yeah, but you, do you want me to make you reconsider this? Dude, if you looked at the schedule of all the tournaments that have oh, gone out of the back of the Northeast. Nope, I'm out. Okay, but let I me banked just, on that last time. Them I know, they get the but let me tell you, Riz can back me up on this. From <laughs> the middle of April till June 5th, there's a derby every weekend out of the back of that Northeast. Now, why are you doing this to him? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing it out there no, as an option. No, you had him thinking he was winning this thing last time. Don't do this to him. Be his friend. Pete, is it not possible? Is it the it's, potential not there that you could win in the back? Yeah. It, well, everybody's going to be out on the grass beating each other up and paddling out there. You're going to be doing something different. And you enablers. You it, Rotten you enablers. PCC, you're going to miss all the bird stories. From Dave during the competition. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you? How, how, how come you didn't do anything during that tournament? You guide out there. What happened? <laughs> I, I think I finished eighth or something. Yeah, well, it's you pretty might, good. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. Close, hey, it's good. Top ten is freaking good. Dude. Yeah, yeah, close only that. counts in horseshoe and hand grenades, That's man. True. <laughs> bro, bro, you, you were calling the wrong size fish for <laughs> us. <laughs> you called us down about two pounds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Call it down. I was call I was calling out of a goddamn spig out of spaghetti Tupperware for his live weld. I don't even know what. <laughs> That's a damn what welded aluminum. That, those jokes are old, bro. No, That's <laughs> twenty years ago. Shit. Spaghetti. All right, I, 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 I was getting right. I had this one fish about a pound in it. I don't know about a pound in there the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was so little, I didn't know. You he just like, liked him. No, he you was smart. He hung, he hung out right where, like, no, like his. His live wells, there is exposed aluminum. You can't reach without getting a little bit of a slice, and I probably what wasn't doing, like, the <laughs> right so stuff. so shit, dude. No, seriously. <laughs> Shout out to Dave Haas for giving Dave a slice. Wait, stupid face <laughs> try to convince people. Dude, you got exposed aluminum. I'll take a picture. Lion <laughs> 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 And you <laughs> thought that was blood from the fish. Yeah, no. It's my, yeah, I, look, I look like a cutter. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Team No Fish said that he'll fish the Derby with you this year, so you already got a partner if you don't want to have Dave. Who does? <laughs> team No Fish. Dave, you're in. <laughs> Dave, you're in with Team No Fish. Uh, but that's why, you know, I beat, I had a 20-pound bag, and we all beat each other up, man. It's just like you're out there on the grass. You're all doing the same thing. Yeah. You need to get lucky and get that real big bite. Sit, say, sitting in that river, man, you're fishing for a – whole different population of fish yeah i mean those places exist out there and that that's I, I mean if you're a fisherman you 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 always retain that hope of finding that magic juice that's far away listen i know i've had it from when i was a kid to now dude i won the classic that way right i won the classic by finding something away from everybody yeah except I later found out that somebody was near me. I didn't know. Who was that we had on the show recently? Oh, um, uh, uh, Martin. Roland Martin. Roland. Roland was You near are the me. only classic that. winner to cross an ocean to get to your freshwater spot. I, I did cross an ocean. I crossed Legitimately, ocean. you crossed saltwater ocean I did, to get to your spot. To, to try to save time. <laughs> That's awesome. back when I was young. I would do anything back then. It was nuts. But uh, I think those places exist. In a, in a place as vast as the upper Chesapeake Bay, I do think, Pete, there are still places that are untapped that are, you know, 
maybe old places that that are mm -hmm. starting to produce again. We saw Aaron yeah. Martins do Aaron it, did it when when the elites yeah. were there. So that always has to be in your mind. You know, the flat is a great spot. It's a great place to win. But is there something else that you can get away from people? I think there is. Well, you well, agree with June's that? June's wide open. Yeah, June June yeah. would be the one of the months to try to do it. You know, because right. the whole bay is alive every single river is going to be kind of peeking out you know yeah and uh yeah it's it's so big there's a, well and nobody's been to the chester river since randy Romy. right <laughs> went there and ish yeah and ish that's right ish yeah. rather the chester <laughs> in an i think it was in an open <laughs> <laughs> crazy that's so far down. It's crazy down there, but uh, and I miss all those places down there. And, and it was cool to see Aaron win it, but uh, but the gunpowder is a place that you can go in the middle and Bohemia, the Elk, the Staten the Third, mm -hmm. Sassa Frassa Sassa, yeah, and Susquehanna, Susquehanna Back River. Come on, let's keep naming them. All right, uh, let's do this. I'm I'm excited to get this show started exactly. finally. The actual start of the show. Uh, before we do that, we want to thank our military uh, veteran and active uh, men and women. Thank you guys for what you do. Uh, policemen, firemen, EMT, thank you guys. It's a crazy world. Uh, doctors, nurses, thank you guys. Uh, definitely a weird time in the world. We appreciate everything you do. Um, what do you think, Bri? Uh, he's ready. Okay. All right. So without further ado, very, very excited. Uh, we've had him here on the show before, uh, but I want to catch up with him and see what the heck's going on with him. And more importantly, what's going on in the kayak world? Uh, when you talk about growth of the sport, I don't think any segment, I don't think not a single segment is growing more than kayak fishing. And this guy is at the forefront of it. I uh, want to welcome to the show Ryan Lambert, everybody. Ryan. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. How you doing? All right, first things first. I got to get this off my chest. Oh, gosh. I did a little prep preview uh I, I usually go on facebook and instagram and i try to do a quick five minutes to just oh, get yes. people hype and i was hyping you up and i had a brain fart and i know this happens to you a lot but i said jason lambert instead yes. of ryan and ah, it's easy and I didn't, I didn't mean it cousin I jason i know jason very well yeah i, like I do jason too yeah. and he's another good guy that's why i had the Freudian slip guy. i told brian you're both good guys you're both tremendous fishermen so it was a Freudian slip. I apologize for that. But how you doing, man? It's good to see you. I'm good. I'm good. And and I met Jason at a random bar in Nashville, oh, actually, own, like two own. years ago. <laughs> man, believe it or not. Wow. But uh, <laughs> I had on a Hog Farmer Bates t-shirt, and he came up and introduced himself and, uh, and you know, told me who he was. He was wearing a suit. I didn't recognize him, you know, cleaned up, presentable. But, uh we had an interesting afternoon. He's a, he's a hell of a guy. We've kept in touch ever since. But, uh, you know, Tennessee boy, loves fishing the yeah. Tennessee River and yep. catching those ledge fish. He's he's a hammer out there. Yeah, see, when, you, when you're from the South, Dave, you know this. Like, you know, Ryan and Jason both have named Lambert. Very, you know, it's a good common, you know, very common southern kind of <laughs> name. Uh, but you get up here in this part of the country, you got Brodzikzix. You got Glozusix, you got Stokel, Stockel, Stockelix, and you can't, you, you know, you never run into another guy that has that same name. And if you do, like me with Ike and Ellie, I've ran into a few at the bar, and they're always dudes you don't want to run into. 
They're dudes <laughs> in the mob. They're dudes in the concrete industry. You know what I'm yeah. talking about, oh, yeah. Dave. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're bad guys. But, you, you know, like, a name like Lambert's more common. But at least they're good guys when you meet them. You know? Have you ever met another Brodzik, Dave? No, nah, I'm the only. Um, yeah, there's not many. There's not many. Over in Poland, there are. Still spelled the same way. Okay. But not. <laughs> All right. Same here. N- none, Brian? No. Nah. No. How about Peter Glusik? Pete, have you uh, uh, another Glusik? Just just immediate relatives, but no. No, never. Huh. What about Leadbeater? Be- the hell kind of name's that? <laughs> that just sounds Lead like Beater? someone that was convicted at the Nuremberg trials. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Colonel Ledbeater. It's a great time for Rich not to be in screen <laughs> right now. Of course, yeah. 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 Uh, Goofstoff's Ledbeater. Yeah. First things first. I I don't know. You know, we ran into each other last year fishing a kayak derb uh, up on the Susquehanna. It was a yes, for me. It was an awesome experience because it was my first true pro event. So it was a, it was a big deal for me. You know, I, I know it, it didn't seem like it was, but it really was a big deal for me. Um, and I didn't, I didn't get to see you since your win. But first things first, congrats on the Hobie Championship win last it, man. fall. Thank you. Dude, that's, that's freaking stunning. Would you, have ever, would you have ever imagined in a million years you could win that kind of money in a kayak derby? 30 grand, bro. It's not even that kind of money. It was I had never imagined I could win with that scale of competition because right. – I mean, we fish these tournaments all over the country, yep. and I've I've had a lot of seconds, thirds, fifths, like you know, down the line. But but to Eights. win, if you were going to pick one event to win, yeah. in your life, yeah, like not not in a year, in your life, that's the one you pick. I mean, yeah. from a kayak angler perspective, that is it. Everybody, it's the top fifty in the nation. Like that's the one. If there's one to win, you know, that's, that's going to be the shocker of them all. And it was shocking to me. I didn't believe it after day one. I knew if I didn't stay in the bar too long the night before, I would probably win it on day two, (laughs) but that was still up in the air. I mean, you never know. I mean, you never know. Dude, it's, it's awesome. It, It was great. And, uh, you know, getting back to my experience and what you just said, the biggest question that I saw when I got back, when I saw through social media and even people I'd run into, you know, they'd be like, oh, you fish one of those kayak tournaments, you know, and, and everybody asking about the level of competition. And, dude, it's hard to make people understand how good these guys are. And, Ryan, you're in, you're in that list. Jody Queen's in that list. Uh, Christine Fisher. I mean, so many of you guys that are consistently. Conrad Benetti. Dude, when you look at the top 20. <laughs> Brian, get out of here. Yeah. When you look Remove at the, yourself. When you look at the Hold top. Hold on, he's, he's bringing them into the Zoom right now. Bring them Zoom right now. <laughs> when you look at that top 20, though, there are always the, those same names. And, and yeah. those guys are as good as any of the guys I've ever competed with on tour. And I said that. And I think it pissed some people off. You know what I mean? But you guys are good at your craft. You're great anglers. And you understand kayak fishing which has its own little sets of nuances, you know? And I'll agree with that. And and I fish big boat tournaments too. And the difference, honestly, in the mindset is in bass boat tournaments, you don't feel like you have the option to run, you know, 10 or 12 miles up right. river. Kayak right. fishing, you pick that area, you, you pretty much, I mean, usually you'll have a backup plan, but you put all your money on the A spot. If the A spot doesn't produce, you know, you've got three or four hours to scratch out a limit, but you, you are basically betting the whole tournament on your A spot. Yeah. 
and bass boat tournaments, I mean, we'll run, you know, seven, eight miles yep. at the drop of a hat because you're you're trying to get five bites all day. Yeah. Kayak fishing, you're still trying to get five bites all day, but you're trying to find the area that holds five big fish. Yeah. That's that's the main difference to me. Yeah. It I what you're saying strikes so clear to me because I had I struggle with about three or four different things, but that was one of them. You know, I only had I had ended up with about a day and three quarters of practice, and I didn't practice with that mindset. You know, I spread myself too thin. You know, and then when the tournament came around, it was hard because you couldn't really move around. You know, I couldn't I couldn't get from A to B by pedaling there. I had to drive, and if I drove, you know, you got to think about all those obstacles. There was so much more strategy to me in that style event than a big boat term. Really was. There was there was more strategy and it was more thinking for me, mm. you know? But but dude, I gotta I, tell you, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. <laughs> I fished that one uh l- last last year in the summer. Susquehanna. Susquehanna. Yeah. And I was yeah. really trying to jump in another one uh before that year was out and I didn't. But this is my year. I I'm 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 here live tonight to tell you my goal this year is to fish four no. pro level kayak events. You're lying. You won't do it. No, I want to do it. I want to do four? it. I, what four are on your list so far? So I, I definitely want to fish uh, a Hobie. I saw Susquehanna on there. I saw uh-huh. Lake Champlain on there. I you really, did. really want to fish those. Uh, I saw our very good friend of both of ours, Chad Hoover. Um, I saw a turn. <laughs> I saw a tournament on the You're talking to Brian right now. Uh, right? Talking to Brian. <laughs> I saw a tournament on the Potomac River. Uh, I want inch. That's interesting. Dude, yes, very interesting. And I want to say it's like the first weekend of June. I want to fish that one. Oh, I wow. saw a BASS Pro Kayak event, Bass okay. Angler Sports right. Society, yeah. on yeah, the yeah. Upper Chesapeake Bay, bro. Ooh, in kid. July, and that mm-hmm. one's on my hit well. list. Plus, fact. plus, I hear some rumors of some other circuits popping up in 21, and I want to know more about those, you know, so I can, can maybe be a part of one or two of them. You know what I mean? Well, that's good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Segway. No, yeah, segue. Seriously, so, what do you got so, going on? So the the two leaders, as far as, as the big entry – big money events are BSS and Hobie period. Mm. I mean, that's, that's been proven throughout this last year. Hobie came on the scene two years ago and they really kind of elevated the experience for everyone, both with payouts and the events themselves. I mean, they were ran very well. They were indoors. We had air conditioning. Like it was, (laughs) you know, it was like a bass tournament almost. Yeah. Uh, So, so, that happened and then bass came in last year and uh Dwayne wally the owner of tourney x who runs most of the online bass fishing submissions uh he came in and helped out with bass and my and my good friend steve owens and they put together a great series last year for for bass like their first dive into kayak fishing so i look for that experience to really be elevated and I think those will probably be the two pro-level trails that you'll see um, advancing going forward. I, I think you're right. I'd agree. I'd put those at the, as the top two. Uh, 
But I, I think the magic to kayak fishing, I want to get Dave involved in this too in a second here, is the access is it, it's a lot easier. You know, like when I look at those events, I look at so many of these guys this year, Brian DeCarpenter, look how many, look on Instagram, how many guys are, they posted their, I'm in the opens, you know, and they're excited because they're fishing the bass opens. And that's sort of a pro level. That's sort of a first step in the pro level fishing. And when you look at the sheer cost and expense of doing that, right? You're at a $1,500 entry for each one. You're at travel. You're at, you need a $50,000 bass boat. You need a $40,000 truck. You've got to get, you know, when you look at that, you're 50 grand, 60 grand in to fish three opens. What I love about kayak fishing is it takes a little bit of that out of the equation. And the money is still there. The exposures there. You're still getting, there's still a lot I of th I think stuff. you undersold how much it is. You're, it's 100000 for the it boat, the be. truck, and the fees just it to fish those three opens and go travel <clears throat> right. to it. Right, right. You know, you're, you're getting what? in and out of, of kayaks for five grand yeah. like for the whole, What's an entry the whole trail. Fee for a for a kayak tournament, what's an entry fee running for these? Uh, generally, two hundred to two hundred fifty bucks around okay. there. But wow. that's that's for the the top tier. I mean, they have seventy five dollar, hundred dollar tournaments, but you have to look at return on investment. Like if if you really think that you have a shot at at going out and winning this event, then two hundred bucks isn't anything compared to bringing home five or six grand. Or, you know, the, the Tournament of Champions this past year was 30 grand. I mean, that was that was awesome. Like $300 to enter, 30 grand take home against 50 competitors. There's not a lot of tournaments in the country, period, that offer that kind of ROI. Hey, Ryan, right. I have a question. What do you think? Here's, here's one. How many people do you think entered kayak tournament angling that never did any other type of competitive angling versus – guys that were in the big boats that dialed it back right in your experience ryan what have you seen in terms of new people coming into tournament angling and that's their first first exposure to it yeah i'd say 70 30 overall i mean we get some guys that, that step back from from flw for instance but you know that step back from the kind of more local tournament trails and, and come back into kayak fishing but a lot of guys like myself that have never tournament fished at all and they see this and they're like, you know, I can go out and buy a, you know, get on Craigslist and buy a $2,500 boat and go out and be competitive and, and win some money at my hobby. And I think that's the biggest draw yeah. to this sector of the sport right now. Yeah. What do you guys think about guys like Jordan Lee and Ike jumping in these tournaments? Is there, do, do people get upset about that? Are they happy that they're there? How's it, how are you guys taking that? I love it. I personally like I love it. I mean, it, when you see when you see a pro come into the kayak world, your immediate goal, immediately, first thing is you want to finish in front of him because that's going to give you, you know, yeah. that that it's validation, boost, those bragging rights. I mean, yeah. it is like that if you can clap up a freaking pro then <laughs> Then, you know, you're doing all right. Like that's, Clap him up. You're doing all right. So yeah. Jordan Lee, he finished he he fished the Tournament of Titans with us on Gunnersville. His, you know, where he lived post college for uh for a good time. I mean, you know, beating him was was my main goal going to that tournament. I know for a lot of kayak anglers, that was his main goal. Ike, when you came and fished 
the Susquehanna, that was a lot of guys' main. They didn't give a shit about cashing a check. They <laughs> fish in front of you. Like, yeah. that was it. That's what we were there and, for. And I, I didn't do it. But I'm glad you disappointed some a lot did. of people, Mike. I did. Well, yeah. I got to tell you though, the the feeling was mutual. You know, because I I the other thing I had too after that one is is they were like, oh, I had people saying, oh, that was nice that you did that for Hobie. You know, they were like. Oh, you're such a good guy for doing that for Hobie. I'm like, bro. I wanted to drown I wanted, all of them. Yeah, I wanted to drown every single one in <laughs> yeah. the river. Even Christine <laughs> Fisher. I don't care if she's a girl. I wanted to drown her too. By the ponytail. <laughs> and she ended up beating me. So you, you know, I mean, I think I think th that's a great unity though with with competitors in bass fishing, right? If you're tiny, the tiny boat movement's so big, the big boat movement, the kayak movement. Dude, if you're competitive, you're competitive, right? And that, that didn't change for me. I, I honestly wanted to win. But that's what's drawing me back. Dude, I'm telling you. Bro, that's what's drawing me back. Like, things are a little different for me in 21 from a standpoint of what I'm doing. And I have a, a bigger window this year to engage in some of these events. And honestly, a goal of mine is to own a kayak trophy from, from a pro-level event. That's a real goal of mine. So, you know, I... I I'm going to work. I'm going to work at it. I'm going to make it happen in the next, next year or two. You know, I'm not Ryan, saying it's going to be automatic. I know I have to work at it. I've got to get better at it. But I want to do it. I want to make it Ryan, happen. Ryan, I think that is one of the best trophies. Speaking of trophies, Mike, that is a kick-ass That trophy is better than any trophy I've got. Look at that thing. <laughs> Holy hell. Brian, get a full screen of that thing. Look at that. That drone's got bass on it. Looks heavy. It does. It's got a, it's got a couple bass on it. And, Hold on. The trophy the came with is, the fish? Yeah, uh, it's got a little Kentucky on there and a, and a, and a large a, mouth. <laughs> Oh, dang. What is that? How about it? They're like dipped it's them a, in bronze. It's a like it's a dang, dude. It's a special hybrid. Yeah. They're the couple that didn't make it back. They, just, uh, they glued them right on like there. like a treasure from the Ark of the Covenant in Indiana Jones, that Did, thing. Look at that. I think that was done at Ribs <laughs> Taxidermy over in Blackwood, wasn't it? At Ribs? <laughs> it's got a it's it's got a, a glitter unicorn pin on it <laughs> as well. That was a... Uh, that was a bonus from the bar the night before <laughs> day two. That's, that's called a that's called a brooch, by the way. That's a brooch. <laughs> that's kind of how it ended up, to be honest. That's yeah, like the thought. Queen's Aids wear brooches and identifies them as being the Queen's Aid. That's a brooch. Look it up. Yeah. Google. No, I, try, I tried oh, to steal the pin from the bar that we were at the night before, and the manager came up and snatched it away from me, very offended. And Ooh. I said, listen, I was like, you need to show me a little respect. I'm about to win I'm about to win 30 grand in a kayak tournament tomorrow. And they thought I was joking. So so after the tournament, I went back in and set the trophy down. The manager came up and handed me the pin. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I thought, I thought you were kidding. I was like, no, hell no. I knew I was about to win this. I got a movie line for you. Yeah. A hat, a brooch, a pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Airplane. Ah, Peter. Pete. Yeah. Good job, Pete. Pete right. gets a tackle warehouse gift pack tonight. <laughs> Good job, Pete. Good job. Yep. That, that, that's a classic line. And, and, and what you're talking about, Ryan, I want to you're, – you're hanging out, right? Right on. The, the kayak guys are notorious for being cool, hanging out, having fun. Uh, getting along a lot better than like the other bass. Oh yeah, oh, agreed. Well, hell Pete. No. Agreed. No, uh, not yeah. on Facebook. Well, not on, not on social. <laughs> no. Well, the, they let, let's flush this out though. This is good. I'm glad we're talking about it. Pete. What a great question. Uh, there's probably two sides to it. The one, Always. the one I think definitely kayak anglers. Ryan, do you agree with this? I think there's more bonding of the guys. Like when I was at that sure. Susquehanna yes. event, dudes were talking. 
you know, in the parking lot. Dudes weren't hiding baits. They, you know, they were hanging out, having beers. Like, I think that side of it is, is less well, Yeah, wait till the money gets to be more. But the social side of it might be different. W- w- I, I know there's a little rivalries I, and stuff in your sport, too. I don't know. I mean, I, I fished, I fished our, our local bass boat trails, and, you know, it's a $100 entry, show up at the ramp in the dark, whatever, but it's cutthroat. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's dirty. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, you got guys running up on each other on purpose. Like, you're <laughs> following other boats <laughs> and stuff. Like, kayak angling, I mean, it's a, it is still, even though, I mean – now we have kind of a bigger stage, but but it's still a very close knit community. Yeah, and I think that's what kind of sets it apart. Like like Mike was saying, you know, we're all friends. Like when you get off the water, like it's a party. Like yeah. we're all yeah. happy to see each other. I mean, if you kick my ass, that's great. You know, here you know here's a quarter. But like, there's not this animosity. There's not this secrecy. I mean, we all try to help each other from day to day, from place to place. If I, if I pick up the phone and say, I'm going to Oregon, you know, there's some guy that's going to message me and be like, Hey, you can stay at my house. You can have my boats, fishing rods. Like this is where you need to go. Like we still have this very close knit, you know, community. And I hope that we keep it. I hope that stays the same. It's because it's blue collar right now. I mean, I, I hope that, I hope that it stays that way. I hope we maintain that connection. I don't know that we will, like you said, you know, as more money floods in, Mm -hmm. it's probably going to change the dynamics on some things. And I hope we see some rule changes in kayak fishing in general, as far as information and pre-fishing and things. Yeah. You know, I, I hope that the, the community itself, I hope we all, hang out every night of a tournament. If we're there pre-fishing for a week, I hope we have a dinner spot, you know, every yeah. night and everybody gets up and, and hangs out. That's my favorite part of the tournaments. I love fishing. I love competition, but I love being around the people, you know, out there grinding hard and, and letting loose at the end of the day. Like that's, that's my favorite part. Yeah. I, I, I had a great time and I agree with all that. Uh, Riz, I know uh, we got a couple questions coming through the IM. You want to hit some of these real quick? What do we got coming? Yeah, we do. Um, the first one uh, that came through that was uh, a, a good question for, for Ryan was uh, from Bingo. He Bingo. Know, Bingo. Ryan, <laughs> what is your most important accessory that you have on your kayak? It's a good one. Horizontal rod storage. <laughs> that like, I'm, I'm not a big electronics guy. Like I don't. I don't like motors. I don't like fish finders. I don't like any of that shit. Like, but having my rods laid down on either side of me so I can cast freely. That is my biggest, that's my biggest accessory. If I had to, if I had to pick one thing, just not getting a rattle trap caught in 10 rods behind me when I'm right. casting. Oh God. I agree. I've done that. So you like times. having your rods up. I don't, I've, I've had my rods up, but I've had those experiences. Exactly what you said, where you go to make it, you get in the moment sometimes and you get excited, you know, and you're like, Oh shit, shit, shit. They're schooling or something, you know? And I've had it oh, where yeah. I've hooked it. I've had it where I've hooked them and launched them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I oh, just yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> there's that other ike rod going down to, down to the bottom of the sea. You know. So, so the next, so I got one from Tin Cup Bottle, and it's actually for Ryan <laughs> and and Mike. Um, the Tin Cup Bottle wants to know, uh, Ryan, how do you manage uh, the number of rods that you bring when you're out on the water? And then uh, the question for you, Mike, is how difficult is it for you to not be able to bring? all 100 rods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm 
personally, I'm very simplistic. Like I, I don't, I take about four to five rods every time I go fishing and I, and I've kind of, you know, built my mindset into that. The top water rod will be the fifth on or off rod, but you know, I mean, for the most part, I'm, I'm fishing a chatterbait, a jig, a Ned rig and a, and a Texas rig. Like if I had to pick four, four rods, I'm going to keep in my kayak all the time. If you can't catch them on those four things, you probably need to stay at the house. Like that's just, yeah. that's, that's how I operate. Yeah. I, I, I'll answer the second part of that. And, um, it, it was, I always, my kayak fishing, I've always had more limited tackle and I felt good with it. You know, I felt good if I had three or four rods, but the minute that I fished the tournament, my mind started messing with me. Yep. You know, like, I, you know, like when I'm fishing around the house and Dave, we got to fish a lot when Corona was hot here. We got a lot of trips. You remember I was bringing three rods, four yeah. rods. So were you hardly anything. But when that tournament, when I officially registered for that Hobie event, all of a sudden, dude, it, it like, I felt like it was constricting my heart. Like, uh. <laughs> and I ended up, I ended up, you know, probably bringing more than I should have. I think yeah. I ended up stepping up to like six or seven rods instead of the three or four. But, uh, it is tough. It is tough. I, I, I carry, uh, I think what you said is key. I carry, um, less of the, the, the colors and sizes I normally don't throw and more of the, the staples, you know? So I still, I, I try to do that as a mindset. And I also just go to the different size boxes. Like in my, in my big boat, I use the flambos that are, you know, those big ones that are real deep. I just go to those smaller boxes, yeah. uh, and that, that allows me to, to, to get more in the kayak. I, I got to tell you, though, my Hobie got heavy really quick as I started to understand <laughs> what I could do to it. You know, like my, my Hobie 360 <laughs> when I first got it, dude, I could guardrail hop it with Dave. Yeah. Well, I really could, right? And now, after I've been at a tournament and I've seen what other guys are doing and you look at social media and, you know, oh, you got to have your power pole hardwired. Oh, and you got to have this. Oh, and I need a hydrowave. Oh, and, dude, now, dude, that thing's like a boat. I need a damn trailer for the thing. Yeah. I missed the days when it was a light <laughs> kayak, you know? Maybe so I'm we, going too over. We talked about this on the Susky after day two. Met you at the ramp. Myself and Shane kind of interviewed you, <laughs> and and me and Shane we're both we're grown we're grown boys. We're both you know six one two twenty. We're we're big folks, and and that was one of the things that you said. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna have to bulk up to do this. Like my legs are <laughs> oh, dude. sore. Like my my legs are sore because you sat out, and I think you said you had about two or three presentations that you used yeah. all day yeah. throughout the tournament in this one area. Yeah. And for no one that's ever fished a Susky before it's current. Like there's not a place that is slack water. It's all current the whole way through. Like you're kicking against the current, you know, trying to fish one area. And I think that's, that's something that's definitely needs to be taken into account as far as weight and positioning, you know, on tournament day for sure yeah it is it, a lot more to it and 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 you know the physical aspect of it and you know maybe i would have brought i've got an outback too that i love that's light maybe in hindsight yeah i should have brought the outback like yeah. you know draft shallower there, man yeah there are things i wish i probably would have did different uh yeah. but but it is a learned experience you know i i uh I made mistakes, but that's, I think that's any kind of fishing. You know, you make some mistakes and you try to get better at it. And you, you go back and you want to be better, you know. Uh, Ryan, I want to catch up with you. So I know 
officially, I want to get a couple answers from you. Brian's been keeping me in the dark, but you do have mm. a couple big things coming in 2021. I need to know about these. Look, I know you're looking up, but if you, even if you can't give us the full detail of it, give, give the Ike Live viewers a little snapshot of what you have going on in 2021. I don't keep any secrets. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Okay. So... I want to win the TOC back-to-back. So if you can make the TOC, I want to beat you on Ufala next fall. I'll mm. go ahead and put that out there. Mm. Uh, step number two, which I Well, hold on, hold on a second. You, you can't just call them out without putting some put something on it. No, but I, 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 I like it. And I, I – hold on a second. I like this challenge. Yeah. yeah. And, in fact, yeah. it, it makes – it drives me even more yeah. to qualify. What – I'm ignorant of exactly what I need to do to qualify for this event. What do I top three? You need to finish in the top three of the BOS series or in the top, I think it's 20% in the AOY points. Top so you 20%. said you had four on your calendar. Yeah. So, you know, fish, fish three or four events. You need to have one or two calls. Probably uh, since I won the TOC this past year, I'm already qualified. So I can go ahead and tell you, I'll be spending, I don't know, six weeks on you follow figuring that out because I want to be the first person to go back to back on the TOC. That's my goal for this year. It's if good I goal. had to pick one, that's it. That's mine. All right. So what if he qualifies? You should what probably get him some of that hand picked ginzang from the mountains where you live. And Mike, what could you bring him from New Jersey? <laughs> Cheese steak. <laughs> Cheese steak for some Zang. What do you think? Zang. I've been to Philly. I, I don't know if I'll trade <laughs> cheese steak for some Zang, but, uh, <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. You're going to choose ginseng over a cheesesteak and call you yourself a man? Ginseng? Well, you could you put ginseng had, in the cheesesteak. Oh. Yeah, no, for sure. It's a seasoning. No, nah, but that zang they pick is different up there. <laughs> hey, we're talking about a cheesesteak, bro. Zang. Zang versus steak. I don't know. That's that's that's. No, I wouldn't even pick zang. If I'm going to bring something, it's going to be moonshine. That's, that's Shine. All right, no. It's not, yeah, it's not going to be some little plant root. I just wanted to say zang. Yeah. <laughs> zang and shine. <laughs> That was good. Uh, I mean, you know, but it, was, it feels you. like it feels like when you fished against Chad, yeah. and made him shave his beard because you beat him. Yeah, I feel like you know Ryan's got to put something. He called you out. Oh. he's got to put something so, on the line. So the difference is, I can fish. Like <laughs> here, like you can see the trophy here, like that. I, I, I'll go up against the best competition that we have <laughs> and win it. Like it's not a joke. I'm not. I'm not trying to draw you down to my you know, backyard honey hole to get you to shave your beard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I beat him, by the way. That was awesome. No, You're I, not the only one, sir. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, hope, uh, I hope I do get to qualify for that event. I know there's also a last chance tournament that they hold right on mm-hmm. the front side of that, too. The shootout, and yeah. If, yep. if for some reason I don't have enough events in uh, or, or, you know, or I don't f- fill those qualifications, I will for sure – Fish that last chance tournament to try to get in. So you heard that. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. I will for sure. You do. got a lot of kayak guys paying attention to this one tonight. You heard it. I love it. I love Brian, it. If I, I can't qualify, me... he'll be at the shootout. I'll be there. <laughs> Brian, I was I was looking at uh, at some stuff that you had out on YouTube, and you were talking about a ranking system uh, for kayak anglers. Where, where that's got to be controversial to put something like that together. Where, where are you guys at with that? It who's, always who's, is. Who's top dog? It always is. So, so my partner, uh, we we started a little 
a page when we all got banned from Chad's KBF a few years ago. <laughs> and, and we started a page, Kayak Bass Nation. So the foundation of that is, is my friend Jeff Malott in Arkansas. He was already putting out this ranking system, and he would basically take kind of the top 25 tournaments throughout the season and, and average out the best angler. Uh, so we built a page on, on that idea and we've continued that concept and the best angler this past year was Russ Snyder's who's a local Tennessee angler, but he's also a two-time KBF angler of the year. I mean, he won a couple bass events, a couple Hobie BOS events. Like the guy's a hammer. He's actually the only guy that, that finished, you know, ahead of me in the, we had a fantasy kayak. I don't know, kayak series, like you picked your favorite anglers or whatever. Russ, I think Russ had like, I don't know, $41,000, $42,000 logged last year as far as official tournaments goes, which doesn't in- include state tournaments at Dang. all. But, uh, I mean, the guy made some money. Like, Russ is a freaking hammer. He's a, he's a hammer everywhere. It's not here. Like, he mm. went – he went to California. I think he won the the Delta event. He he, you know, cash a check at Clear Lake. The I mean, he's he's good. He's Dang. good everywhere wow. he goes. He's good. That's pretty but rad. we try to factor in those bigger tournaments and and put out a list of, you know, who are the top fifty kayak anglers in the world. Where's that at? Uh, kayak Bass Nation. Okay. Huh. I'll accept your invite. You send it right now, Pete. I'll accept it right now. <laughs> Ryan, who's who, who's the top um, who's the top kayak online event angler? <laughs> Conrad Benetti, by far. So, <laughs> by far, we we've got this gentleman. He's from up your way. He's a Yankee. He's, he lives I in think Florida, he's, bro. He's yours. Yeah, yeah. No, hell no. He's from the Bronx or some shit. That's why he talks. He sounds like a villain from Melrose Place. No, 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 no. no. He's, got, <laughs> he's got a hard part. Like Conrad is for sure from New York, but he moved to Florida. He's a snowbird, so he fishes these reservoirs and he cleans house on these online events. And he talks so much trash, so much trash that you can't help but love him. You can't help but watch. <laughs> and and that's that's where we're at. I mean, he's our, <laughs> he's our little he's our bachelor. No offense to your next guest. That's him. Wow. Conrad is the kayak fishing bachelor. That's a legit name. That's what I wanted to name David. It's a pretty rad name. Conrad Panetti. No, no, just Conrad. Oh, okay. I never thought that was a cool name. Now I. I, I noticed this, too, and I, I want to get your thoughts on this. There are, you know, guys that have a lot of polarity in their sport. They get a lot of visibility. Uh, you know, you're active on a lot of the boards through social media. And, dude, I've dealt with it my whole life, so I want to get your opinion on it. There's a lot of people out there that give you shit, right? That, you know, they disagree <laughs> with some of the things you're doing. They disagree with something you post, something you say. They disagree with the way you're handling bass. You're holding them wrong. You're going to break their jaw, this and that. How do, how do you deal with all that? I don't. I just try, like, honestly, I mean, I've accepted the fact, like, fishing is not my career. I do medical sales for a job. Like, you know, if you disagree like with. Like roach clips and stuff? Yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> if you disagree with, with what I'm saying or what I'm doing, like, eh, you know. It's okay. I mean, you're more than welcome to criticize. 
we have a guy that he fishes with live bait all the time and posted a YouTube video on our kayak fishing page. Like, oh, I caught a 40 pound bag on gizzard shad, you know, live hook through the tail. Like, that's awesome. That's great, bud. You know, congratulations. But that's not necessarily what my views are, are geared toward. And some people may, they may find that entertaining, just like with kayak fishing. I mean, if you don't enjoy what we're doing, that's okay. You don't have to watch it. And, it, and I try to kind of overlook the critics. I mean, you can't lose sleep over, you know, 10,000 people if, if two of them don't like what you're doing. Yeah. So that's what Hey, Ryan, at. I got a question. This wasn't asked, and we've never asked anyone of all the kayak guys we have. If you were to talk to a guy that's looking to get into kayak fishing, what, what trails would you direct him to that aren't where he doesn't have to go to California, Louisiana, Texas, like that are sort of like what, what trails would you, would you recommend? Locally, I mean, but I mean, up, like the, the ones you can qualify for the tournament, like you know, like like the one that you can get you yeah. eligible for the TOC. So Hobie BOS is that's that's the number one on the list as far as qualifying for a big tournament. So I wouldn't just put one of those on your list. I would put four or five on your list to to try to you know qualify, and it all depends on your geography. So yeah. if you're in in the northeast, southeast. Texas, you're going to have access to a lot more of those. The further you go out west, our participation drops off drastically. Mm. So uh, I think regionally, wow. you know, if you can look at BASS or Hobie BOS and qualify in one of those directions, you're better off. KBF offers a lot more qualification numbers, but you may be fishing against six or 700 people Dang. in a national championship. So, you know, if you roll up to the ramp, not necessarily one ramp, but if you're going out against six or 700 people every day, obviously your odds are drastically smaller at, at taking home a decent check. Okay. So Hobie, the Hobie, the Hobie trail, the BASS trail and the KBF last is where you would steer people. In that order. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Ryan, the uh, the South Knoxville stud says that you should just adopt the uh, Joe Rogan theory of posting ghost instead of staying butt hurt because of all the guys in their mom's basement comments. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I knew who the South Knoxville stud was, but there's a good chance that I waxed his ass in the state championship and the TOC <laughs> because both of those were in Knoxville. So shout out to the Knoxville Tourism Board for hooking us up with great accommodations and a great venue for the tournament. South Knoxville stud, this one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Salute. South Knoxville Cheers, stud. Uh, Ryan, I want to ask you one last thing before we let you go. And – it is a sport that has grown like none other in fishing. Like uh, in the 25 years I've been in it, I've never seen nothing like it from I a standpoint like it. of when I was at ICAST and I saw a couple kayaks for the first time and then five years later and then five years later. What's next? What's the next big thing in kayak fishing? I don't know. I, I, can it get bigger? Can it keep growing? I think it will. And, and I think, you know, you're familiar with Torquedo, you know, y'all, y'all did a, a small boat project together, but I think seeing, I guess, you know, the, the longevity power of Torquedo 
and the spotlight power of Old Town, for instance, they brought out a product that was integrated. So they had a Minn Kota trolling motor integrated into a kayak. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of Hobie guys are going with motor guides mounted on the front. But I think you're seeing kayaks morph into more of a, a small boat sector. Yeah. And whether it will be accepted or not by these tournament entities, which is a lot dependent on sponsorship by the motor companies, I, I think that's where you will see kind of the two crossover. Yeah. I think you'll see a lot of the technology. You'll see live scope. You'll see spot lock. You'll see a lot of this coming into the kayak game. Yeah. And and I see the future kind of shifting that way. But I think live streaming um, on GoPros or, or DJI, you know, their offering or Garmin, whatever it is, I think you will see a live stream POV offering uh, become more of a player in the kayak fishing. I think people want to see what's going on in the boats at all times. You want to be able to click and select the angler you want to see at all times. Yeah. And also from a tournament director perspective, you know, we don't have marshals. We don't have camera guys in all our boats. So I think that's going to hold people much more accountable on the kayak fishing side. If, he, right. if I had to pick the, the future of kayak fishing, that's the number one thing that I would see is, is kind of more, you know, in, in the boat accountability. Wow. That'd be cool. I'd, I'd love to see that. I think that's a big thing in all of tournament fishing is what you just said, right? Is the ability to have access, access to anglers and, and for the fans, right? For the entertainment, for learning, and for accountability. And to collect you know? fine revenue when the angler... C collect fine <laughs> revenue? Absolutely. <laughs> You know, yes. The one thing that I still don't, I, I don't know, I still don't necessarily agree with, or uh, you named the, the events earlier, Champlain, yeah. the Chesapeake, yeah. the Potomac. Yeah. They're all the biggest bodies of water around. That's true. And you're in a freaking kayak. That's true. Which, which is designed for getting access to places big boats can't. Right. So I, I know there's, there's reasons why you go to those bigger bodies, but... It, it just seems so contradictory, and I would love to see guys. I'd love to see events on bodies of water that I haven't heard about, right? Or that aren't getting pummeled by every every other trail out there, right? So. Snake holes. Yeah, I, I like holes. that. I like that ideology. But municipality money plays right. a factor in where these big tournaments are going, and number two, accessibility on these big bodies of water that you might not have seen before in, in bass boat tournaments, for instance. I know we had a guy on Lake Fork that was ran up on by a prominent MLF angler that had to take all his electronics and shit off his boat to get under a bridge. And, and he runs up on this kayak angler and roasts him for cutting him off on, on his spot. Like, you know, those are things that you need to take <laughs> into account. Like, how many spots that are fingers that are, that are just way off the grid mm -hmm. on these lakes that bass boats can't get to. So it's not necessarily the, the large body of water or the venue that's hosting it, but it's where can these kayaks get to that, that bass boats might not have, have had accessibility to on tournament day. Yeah. Unless that's cool. Talked. Yeah. yeah I like, I like being, I like seeing you guys be able to be able to get into those places. Are you allowed to get out? and drag your kayak 
over a sandbar, over a rock wall, and, and do that kind of stuff that, that we can't in the back. In certain events, in, in some events. So usually river events, obviously, will will kind of have the, the rules adjusted as to dragon shoals and things. But for the most part, we try to keep it paddle only. But if you can paddle fast enough to jump a tree or whatever, <laughs> right. get there, you know? I got you. There's a lot of places on the bodies of water we're talking about that Man, I'd love to be able to get in there and fish, but just never could could yeah. do it. Well, know, I tell you, this is uh, is great insight tonight into the world of kayak bass fishing and kayak tournament fishing. Uh, what what a what a cool thing keeps growing. If you're watching or listening, if you haven't tried kayak fishing, try it. Try it. Borrow a buddy's kayak. Go to Dick's and get one for uh, two hundred ninety nine. Damn shitty shitty ass Pelican. Whatever. Try it because. Dave, wouldn't you agree? Once you get into it, it's it's pretty addicting. Right? It, it's the most realistic way for someone who's young or even old to start getting in the competition. Right, right. Very accessible. And uh, Ryan, I want to thank you for coming on the show again and giving us a little update on what's going on. And now I've got a new challenge to uphold for 2021. Make I got to shave his beard. I got yeah. I got to get to that. Uh, uh, I got to get to that tournament of champions at the end of the year. Now I don't care what part you shave. But I want to see you at the Tournament of Champions. That, so, that's a deal. That. That's a deal. And I want to see you there, right. too. And I, I want to compete against you again. Uh, looking forward yeah. to it. All right. Got to roll on, right? Ryan Lambert, everybody. Yes. Thank you, fellas. Thanks, Thank Ryan. You, Ryan. Thanks, Conrad. Good luck yeah, he year. used a word earlier that's like my favorite word of 2020. He said he clapped somebody. I learned it. I learned it from one. I learned it from our running back this year. I was coaching. He's like, yeah, I clapped him, yo. I'm like, what? Yeah. I learned it, dude. Clapped. It was the best best word of 2020. Pete, have you ever used that word before? I thought it had a different meaning. Yeah. If you get clapped up, it means you, you're going to have to go see the doctor later. No, 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 no. Different clap. That's no, different. it's used in sports senses now. Like you whoop somebody. Yeah. Not the clap. Just clap. Pete, All right. Pete claps when he watches golf on Sundays. <laughs> That's weird. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> golf and tennis. Uh, that was cool. Catching up with uh, Ryan Lambert right there. Great to hear from him. Uh, Kayak World's blowing up. Uh, Brian DeCarver, I think we're going to take a little break. Is that correct, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, we're going to take a little break. If you're watching or listening, hang in there with us because when we come back, We've got the one and only Byron Velvick on. I can't wait to talk to Byron. I haven't talked to him in such a long time. I want to catch up with him, see what he's been up to, talk about the past, the future, the present, all that yes, stuff. And surprise guests. And surprise guests. Oh, yeah. Hang in there with us. When we come back, more Ike Live. Four and a half inch drop shot worm. Bama bug. Finesse jig, PB&J. Give me something hard. Hey, KVD here. I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three-aught, no, four-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerkbait and a stickbait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about Calculus. And he knows a lot about Calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016. Featured article, four places to throw a frog. Exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass. And how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, 
Go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Oh. Is he in my pocket? There's a special place in our hearts for the tools of the trade. They're what we prep for a good day on the water. They're what we clean after a good day in the field. Flambeau's patented Z-Rust technology protects the gear of today from rust and corrosion. Z-Rust, for the performance of tomorrow. Preserve. Perform. Repeat. You work hard to catch your fish. TH Marine has two products to ensure your fish survive. The Oxygenator injects 100% pure oxygen into your live well. That increases fish survival by 35%. For the perfect combo, add G-Juice Live Well Treatment. It calms fish, stops bleeding, removes ammonia, and replaces slime coat. Get an oxygenator and G-Juice, and keep your fish alive. Holiday season is almost here. And you know, holiday season might as well be sock season. We're excited to announce our brand new partnership with an amazing company, Heshi Socks. That's spelt H-E-S-H-I Socks. Go to HeshiSocks.com to check out my brand new Mike Iaconelli collection. That's right, I have my own custom socks in tournament colors. I promise you, you will never, I mean never, find a more comfortable sock. The great news, all my socks are under $10 a pair when you use our promo code Ike20. This is perfect for holiday season. Go to HeshiSocks.com Use the promo code Ike20 to get the most comfortable socks. You had a fire hazard in, in that commercial. <laughs>